1: This is the free edition of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine, and it's the 31st of October 2012. ¿Estáis escuchando Coffee Break Spanish? You're listening to the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. My name's Mark, and I'm your host for the show. It's Halloween, and this week we're bringing you a slightly spooky episode, at least with Alba's interviews coming to you from the streets of Barcelona. She's asking the question, ¿Cuál es tu peor pesadilla? If you don't know what that means, all will be revealed soon. For this week's Frase idiomatica, Laura got out of the wrong side of the bed and JP and Nayeli are investigating the nuances of what may seem like a simple phrase in this week's Q&A segment. Coffee break.
2: Coffee break
1: we're going to get straight on with today's show. And as I said, this being Halloween, we're starting with a bit of a macabre question from Alba. Alba, cuéntanos, ¿cuál es la pregunta de hoy?
3: Hola chicos, la
0: pregunta de hoy es ¿cuál es tu peor pesadilla?
1: So, Alba's question this week, ¿cuál es tu peor pesadilla? Pesadilla is a nightmare. So, what is your worst nightmare?
4: venga una bruja y que me coma entera. Mi peor pesadilla es ahogarme eh, y la oscuridad.
2: Mi
3: peor pesadilla... Cuando alguien me persigue, siento que me persigue siento que me caigo de algún lugar y no puedo parar. A veces cuando te persigue alguien y sientes que no puedes correr fuerte, no puedes correr rápido. ¡Qué mal rollo! Volvamos al estudio.
1: So, as usual, quite a lot to listen to there. A lot of fast Spanish. And interestingly, in that particular episode, we've had a combination of a Spanish child and two Mexicans. So, really getting a flavour of different accents. As usual, we're now going to take a closer look at what each of our interviewees said in their interviews. Let's begin with our first interviewee, who convinces us that this subjunctive is in fact child's play. The key word we need to know here is una bruja. Una bruja is a witch. So this girl said, Que venga una bruja. So my worst nightmare is that a witch comes, Que venga una bruja, y que me coma entera. And that she eats me up. Okay, let's move on to the next answer. This one's quite straightforward, though again the vocabulary is a little different.
4: El peor es ahogarme, eh, y la
1: so mi peor pesadilla es ahogarme. My worst nightmare is to drown. And he mentions one other thing. See if you can work this one out.
4: El peor pesadilla es ahogarme, eh, y la, oscuridad.
1: la oscuridad is darkness. Let's listen now to the final answer, which is longer and a little more complicated too.
3: Cuando alguien me persigue, siento que me persigo, siento que me caigo de algún lugar y no puedo parar. A veces cuando te persigue alguien y sientes que no puedes correr fuerte, no puedes correr rápido.
1: So the key verb here is perseguir. Perseguir. She says cuando Alguien me persigue, when someone is chasing me. Listen again to this part. So I feel that I'm falling down from somewhere. I'm falling from somewhere and I can't stop myself falling. And in the final part, she repeats some of the ideas she's already mentioned. So when you feel you're being chased and you can't run quickly enough to get away from the person who's chasing you, all rather ominous stuff. Listen again and we'll move straight into the final part where Alba brings things back to the studio.
3: Cuando alguien me persigue, siento que me o siento que me caigo de algún lugar y no puedo parar. O a veces cuando te persigue alguien y sientes que no puedes correr fuerte, no puedes correr rápido. ¡Qué mal rollo! Volvamos al estudio.
1: Muchas gracias, Alba. Ahora es el momento de decir hola a Laura, porque es la hora de la frase idiomática de la semana. ¿Qué tal, Laura?
4: Hoy muy cansada, Marco, y muy cansada.
1: Uy, por qué?
4: <risa> Esta mañana eh, se me rompió el despertador, me desperté tarde, llegué tarde al trabajo, también tenía mucho trabajo y después... El autobús se rompió, llegué tarde a casa y después por la tarde tuve problemas con el ordenador también. Uy,
1: uy, uy, un día muy malo, ¿no?
4: Muy, muy, muy malo, sí, sí.
1: Y me estoy preguntando, ¿habría una frase idiomática para esta situación que nos podrías enseñar?
4: Sí, podríamos decir que me he levantado con el pie izquierdo.
1: Te has levantado con el pie izquierdo. Sí. So you got up with your left foot.
4: Y creo que aquí tenés una expresión parecida. To get up on the wrong side of the bed.
1: Exacto. Cuando tienes un día muy malo, cuando nada pasa como, como quieres que pase, pues se, se dice que I, I must have got up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. También hay, hay, hay otra Situación en la cual podríamos utilizar esta frase en inglés. Cuando estás hablando de otra persona. Ah, it looks to me that he got up on the wrong side of the bed. Porque quizás está de, de mal humor.
4: Sí, claro. En español también tiene los dos sentidos: no estar, no ser simpático un día, o no estar amable, o estar negativo, no ser positivo.
1: Y entonces, en esta situación, podríamos decir, ah, por ejemplo, Miguel se ha levantado esta mañana con el pie izquierdo.
4: Sí, eso significaría.
1: Okay. Okay, now I'm going to come out of Spanish just a little moment, because what I want to remind everyone about is the fact that levantarse is, of course, a reflexive verb. So I would say me levanto in the present tense, En the perfect tense, this tense that we're using here, I would say me he levantado. Me he levantado.
4: Y por ejemplo, Mark, si has tenido un mal verano, puedes decir, este verano pasado fue todo fatal. Siempre me levantaba con el pie izquierdo.
1: Exacto. En esta situación utilizaríamos el tiempo imperfecto. Me levantaba pero un verbo reflexivo.
4: Sí, correcto, Mark.
1: Bueno, ya está, y nos vemos la semana que viene.
4: Hasta la semana que viene.
2: we'll
1: be back in just a moment. In between lessons of Coffee Break Spanish, why not check out our social media accounts. On Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Spanish. We post regular language challenges and cultural information. We are Learn Spanish on Twitter. And you can come behind the scenes with the Coffee Break team by searching for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. Practice your Spanish and join the conversation with Coffee Break Spanish.
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Sometimes learning a foreign language can be quite straightforward. You've got a phrase in English, you want to translate that into another language, in this case Spanish. And sometimes there is an exact equivalent in the foreign language. However, it's not always the case. Sometimes you need to take on the slight nuances, things that can be inferred by choosing one word over another. And I believe that this is exactly what JP and Nayeli are going to tell us about today. So we're going over to Seattle and JP, you tell us what you have for us today. Thanks, Mark. This
2: is JP Web for Coffee Break Spanish, and I'm here with Nayeli. Hola, Nayeli.
5: Hola, JP.
2: Nayeli, we've got a question from our friend Kelly. What does Kelly want to know? Well, it's a very romantic question. She wants to know how to say, I love you in Spain to your husband. That's pretty specific, right?
5: Pretty specific. (laughs) Well, you know, there are two ways, and I think I can see why people get confused. Mm -hmm. There are two ways of saying I love you in Spanish.
2: Right. Actually, the question continues. Do you say, Te amo or te quiero? And what about your children? So okay.
5: So she she did get the te amo and the te quiero, those mm-hmm. are the two ways. I think more commonly Spanish speakers tend to say te quiero.
2: Mm-hmm. Te quiero.
5: Te amo has this very Novela-like feeling (laughs) Deep, passionate Right Drama
2: There's drama in Te Amo
5: So you'll find cards that say that Mm -hmm. That, you know, obviously convey the feeling But I don't think it's very common People would probably raise an eyebrow and wonder, you know It's kind of saying I adore you
2: Right, right It does kind of sound like a Venezuelan soap opera Te
5: Amo or the Mexican kind, or <laughs> they call them culebrones in Spain.
2: I know my uh, my Spanish friends definitely preferred it. They told me once, they said, we like to say te quiero and yeah. not te amo. And
5: it's a little bit lighter, you know. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you love the person less mm-hmm. or anything like that, but it's not as intense.
2: Okay. Now that's how you tell your husband you love you or your wife, right?
5: Correcto. So with the kids, I would probably say te quiero. Mm-hmm. Or when you address your children, you would say los quiero. Mm-hmm. If you have more than one. Right. If it's one child, it'd be te quiero.
2: Uh-huh. Now, once again, Kelly was asking about how to talk in Spain. So in Spain, you'd probably tell your plural kids os quiero.
5: True. Because they would use the vosotros. That's right. Os quiero. You can also say how much you love the person by saying te quiero mucho. Mm-hmm. When I've heard amar as a verb, mm-hmm. it's more like when you're talking about someone.
2: Yo amo a mis niños. I love my children.
5: Correct. Amo okay. a mis niños, los adoro, mm-hmm. los quiero. In reference to them, not necessarily addressing them. Okay. Well, Kelly, I hope that answers your question and that you have a lot of love to share
2: <laughs> Folks, if you'd like to hear more from Nayeli and I, don't forget that we have our own podcast where we answer all your questions about the Spanish language. Join us at QAspanish.com. That's all for this week. Don't forget to keep sending us your questions. Right now, back to Mark in the studio.
1: So now you know that it's not just a simple question of saying te quiero to translate I love you. There are various ways of doing it. It depends where you are, who you're talking to, and also the kind of relationship that you're in. We hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. It's gone full circle from nightmares to romance. Just before we finish, I'd like to remind you that Coffee Break Spanish has been nominated for a European Podcast Award and we're in the voting stages. So if you'd like to support us, head over to radiolingua.com EPA. That's E for European, P for podcast and A for award. And you can find out how to vote there. Bueno, ya está por hoy. Muchas gracias, como siempre. Estaremos de vuelta muy pronto con otro programa de Coffee Break Spanish. Hasta la próxima. Coffee Break Español. This podcast was brought to you by the Radio Lingua Network. Find out more at www.radiolingua.com.
2: only from rustolium